0: This is Faith in Action, the program that looks at how people put their faith into action in their everyday lives. Faith in Action is a production of Catholic Radio Indy. Now here's today's program. This is Faith in Action on Catholic Radio. I'm Jim Ganley. Our co-host is Bridget Ayer.
1: Hello. Hello, Jim. And, Hello, uh, and, listeners. Thanks for tuning in.
0: And Bridget, we uh, have our golf outing for this year in the rearview mirror, which uh Is a great sight because it was a beautiful outing this year. We had more golfers than we ever had before and probably more fun than we ever had before. And the weather, for the most part, it was warm up until about 5 o'clock in the afternoon when it rained. But most of the golfers were kind of getting in by uh, that time anyhow, just about finishing. So only got a little bit wet. But we do want to thank all of our uh, underwriters for that. Our uh, major underwriters, Marion Investment Coaching and uh,
1: Holy Rosary.
0: Holy Rosary Parish and Marion Inc. and uh, Franciscan uh, Health as well. So, thank you to all of that. Thank you to our whole sponsors, all of our golfers, of course. And the volunteers, we couldn't do it without them. A big success. Thank you very much.
1: Yeah, and I want to say a shout out to uh, all those who participated in our live remote broadcast that we had. It, it really, it just really was executed flawlessly, and and just everyone had such great things to say about catholic radio and and why we do what we do in terms of evangelization and um that's kind of what this topic is today you know i always talk about evangelization and media those are my two big things and um you may not know this but each year on the sunday before pentecost the catholic church celebrates world communication day And this year's theme was Come and See, and our topic today is communication, the media, and journalist responsibility. And we're going to talk about that really from a Catholic perspective, of course, and specifically, we're going to be unpacking Pope Francis' thoughts on where we are as a society with regard to media, and our guest today is Bill Schmidt. He is a veteran journalist and author of When Headlines Hurt, Do We Have a Prayer? So welcome to Faith in Action, Bill.
2: Oh, thank you very much, Bridget. Good to be with you and Jim.
1: And you are also a blogger on, on uh, it's called Onward, collaborative communication. <laughs> and I, I want to ask you about that out the gate here. Collaborative communication, what do you mean by that? There's a lot of meanings that I thought of when I read that. What do you, what do you want, what are you trying to communicate in that and those words?
2: Actually, that goes very much to the kinds of messages I think I'm picking up from uh, Pope Francis's, uh, uh World Communications Day uh, insights, and uh, what I'm actually trying to uh, to teach my uh, my students right, now that I, uh, I've just completed a third semester of teaching freshman writing at Holy Cross College, uh, communication really does have to be collaborative and a lot of people don't realize that especially in these relatively non-collaborative uh polarized days in our society uh communication is all about uh sparking uh and aiding a search for truth uh amongst a community and uh, amongst a society and i find uh, and my students uh, were saying that, that they found that a lot of the communication in their own life, uh, at least perhaps until this course, I hope, uh, uh, they, w- they were really kind of uh, isolated units, uh, consuming communication uh, through social media and maybe only getting one side of the story and uh, being interested in only one kind of, of narrative. And uh, everybody has to realize that uh, they're writing for an audience, for their readers, they're uh, they're trying to perform a service, and all of that re- requires collaboration. In ways that uh, maybe it's not too common in our culture to uh, to teach that much anymore. And I think that's showing up also uh, in the journalism that we that we see today. It's less collaborative and more driven by talking points, et cetera.
1: Well, I think it's really interesting that Pope Francis really the title of this. Um, his message is, come and see. And if you relate that to journalism, and I know I've looked at your four-page bio of all your various oh. journal- journalism uh, roles, <laughs> and you know we had a guest on here just, uh, last week about this very topic of journalism and how it's changed. And, you know, you were a beat reporter. So, you know, you, you actually go interview the people. you and, and I think Pope Francis has said, you know, we need to, you know, hit the streets, basically, to, yes. you know... So talk a little bit about what come-and-see really means versus kind of what we're getting in the media now. You get what I'm and, saying?
2: Yes, very much so. And, uh, yeah, I think uh, the Pope is, is right on target and, in a sense, is repeating what um, uh, previous Popes have said about uh, at least uh, today's young people, and uh, that they want not just teachers... But witnesses uh, only if they are learning from witnesses are, do they feel that the, the message is authentic and complete, and that's that's really true. Uh, the uh, in uh, the case of this 2021 message, uh, the Pope is saying we've become much too passive and much too uh, driven by. The, uh, the talking points uh, that are fed to us by media, we've become spectators rather than those who go out to uh, to learn new things, to be curious enough to ask additional questions that spark real and deeper uh, conversations. And uh, so I think that, that uh, that's a real lesson, not just for journalists, but for everyone. But for journalists, he does concretely, uh, uh, you know, express concern about uh, journalists who stay behind their computer terminal all day, uh, simply taking in press releases and the talking points from different advocacy groups or or political parties or candidates or whatever. And uh, oftentimes they're not trying to understand or impart the fuller story. And uh, so... Um, The journalists have to hit the streets and and get the fuller story. And we we have to uh, exercise, all of us, we have to exercise a sense of responsibility. Why are we consuming this journalism? Why are we producing this journalism if it's not for a a bigger cause? And, of course, uh, uh, the Pope ties it in with the biggest cause of all, which is uh, where come and see comes from. That was when, uh, you know, the, the, the first disciples were, came to Jesus and said, uh, you know, we want to know more about what you're all about. So who, who are you? What is this message that you're teaching? And uh, Jesus said, come and see. Uh, and uh, he wanted them to be personal uh, witnesses. He was very transparent and uh, uh, helping to make God uh, 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 incarnated and transparent in people's lives. And uh, it's a very good uh, way of understanding the role of truth seeking and uh, building community for all of us today.
1: Yeah, and, and the thing that you mentioned, and what Pope Francis said that you know the young people are looking for witnesses versus you know just maybe facts or learning, you know they wanna, they want to really experience and know that the person is authentic. That is also a common theme um, that I've talked to with many youth ministers and just many people that are working in like as a DRE or uh, evangelization, that it is the witness of, it is people's witnesses that really move the dial, their stories, their encounter with Jesus, and yeah. that really moves the dial when we're talking about conversion. You can have catechesis, you can learn all these things and know all this stuff about Jesus, but until you encounter him, that's really, that's where it's at. And so that, you know, and you you flip that to journalism, and you think that, you know, to really capture... A story you have to as Pope Francis says you have to hit the streets and encounter people and I'm sure you have had this experience as a journalist yourself You have an idea of what the story, you know, you get a story assignment. (laughs) He's nodding. We're, we're, we're doing this via um, phone, but we're also on zoom and you go to, you have an assignment to do a story. And in your mind, you've already kind of written the story. You kind of know what the lead's going to be maybe, or, you know, what the facts are going to be. And then you go cover the story and you hear people's stories, or you take the pictures, you talk to people, and, and you come back to your desk, and you're like, that was not at all what <laughs> I thought. And then, you know, you're taking, you know, writing your quotes and all that. And so I just, is, has that been your experience?
2: Very much so, yeah. And I'm afraid that uh, uh, it is natural. It's a, it's a human instinct to kind of think that you know a lot about the story before you even uh, make those encounters. But uh, it's uh, because everything is more complicated today, and uh, we've realized uh, that in a a diverse uh, society where everything's changing, uh, we need to understand uh, other voices, capture other voices, have encounters that actually uh, don't just uh, satisfy our expectations, but, but also surprise us and inform us further in ways we didn't expect. Uh, only then are we going to be good journalists or uh, good to, uh, members of a community.
0: Mm-hmm. Now, Bill, you teach at uh, Holy Cross College, and I, I just have a question kind of of, of an uh, from an educator. Um, in the conservative media, you hear about, uh, they're always talking about how young journalists are taught at school to... Um, Make news themselves rather than just report news, and is that something that is is actually done? I mean, not at Holy Cross, of course, but at the other schools, is that something that people are, as they're in taking journalism courses, taught to try and make news, try and make waves, try and change things, rather than report them?
2: I, yeah, I uh, I fear that that is either the explicit or at least the implicit message in a lot of uh, journalism uh courses uh I can't speak for for sure but I know that uh back in my uh journalism courses many uh, many years ago uh there really was uh you know the the, the clear understanding that uh, you know you get uh, uh two sources to confirm everything you would uh, try to explore multiple sides of the story um maybe there's something about social media and about the torrent of information that's coming at us nowadays that has made us uh, either uh, lazy or just kind of uh, desperate to filter uh, in advance almost uh, the kind of the, the, all the information that's that's coming at us. And uh, maybe uh, journalists are kind of uh, assuming that that's the way journalism. Is practiced as well, uh, pre-filtering to to an extreme degree, and uh, you know also uh, in in a post-truth era, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, or what's called that, um, journalists who's who maybe joined uh, or or so, uh, aspire to the profession for the sake of truth, uh, they're letting in a little bit too much their own inclination to feel that uh, well you know what is truth well it, it to some degree has to be what i think and so they are uh, unconsciously or consciously filtering out things that disagree with their understanding of of the world and that's serving no one uh, perhaps themselves uh but it's it's it it we need to we need to go far beyond that in journalism classes and in life
1: we need to take a break we're talking with uh bill schmidt uh and we want to uh get back and talk about digital media social media and maybe how that has had an impact on uh journalism as a whole so we're going to get to that on the second half so stay tuned for more faith in action
0: you're listening to catholic radio indie converting the culture to christ through radio featuring 100 percent catholic programming 24 7 do your friends a favor Tell them about Catholic Radio Indy.
1: Alexa, what's the weather forecast for today?
0: Alexa, what time is the Colts game today?
1: Alexa, remind me to pick up the dry cleaning tomorrow.
0: Has Alexa become a part of your daily routine? Then make sure that routine includes Alexa, play Catholic Radio Indy. Catholic Radio Indy. Quick, easy access to Catholic programming 24-7 just say, Alexa, play Catholic Radio Indy.
1: Catholic Radio Indy. You can hear the Holy Mass every day at 8 a.m. right here on Catholic Radio Indy. Welcome back to Faith in Action. I'm Bridget Earle. Bill Schmidt is our guest today. He is an author, blogger, and journalist, and also a multimedia consultant, and also an adjunct professor in the Department of Humanities at Holy Cross College, teaching freshman English. Is that right? That's right. Now, yeah. I, I want to talk about your book, um, When Headlines Hurt, Do We Have a Prayer. Why Why'd you write the book?
2: I was fascinated by my discovery, really, of those World Communications Day messages that uh, popes have been writing since the 1960s. Uh, I was a little slow on the uptake, uh, uh, but uh, it was because I had heard that the pope had written in his 2018 message about fake news and things that uh, were uh, as real as today's headline and uh, that uh, I I was uh, being increasingly troubled by as I surveyed the public affairs scene. And uh, the reflections uh, from the Pope in the 2018 message moved me so much that I I, I actually self-published that book just to try to get some conversation going among journalists, as well as uh, other folks, about, uh, you know, where is journalism going wrong? Are we helping people, or are headlines hurting our society and our uh, common search for truth? And I did come to the conclusion that uh, 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 the headlines are hurting people personally and and, uh, society-wide, so... uh, uh, the, the interest in the World Communications Day messages grew, and my uh, interest in the whole subject grew, and out of that book grew my uh, the blogging that I've been doing at Onward.net, and that's uh, spelled uh, incorrectly on purpose, uh, onwor uh, At uh, I still write about, you know, where I think Catholic values uh, can intersect with the journalism world, both secular and Catholic, and uh, there's so much to say all the time now.
0: Boy, is there ever. Bill, you mentioned uh, When Headlines Hurt, the book, uh, and you said you wrote that a couple of years ago. If you were writing that book today, what might be different in the book?
2: Wow, that's a good question. I must say that uh, I was more hopeful then that with a little bit more uh, instruction and a little bit more prodding from good insights like those that the pope was giving uh that people really could find a way back toward uh richer conversations more diverse and inclusive but also truth-centric conversations with each other and uh journalists obviously would be uh, central to that role but frankly I'm. Uh, I've lost a little bit of of hope in the accessibility to uh, inclusive, friendly, collaborative conversations because of uh, trends that have developed since then. The uh, uh, how people have sunken more into uh, confirmation bias, believe you know, just seeking out information uh, that agrees with them. Uh, fear of uh, the cancel culture. And uh, just in general, a uh, uh, kind of uh, lack of trust in in people and in the uh, findability of truth amidst the, 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 the quagmire that we're in, where we're not even sure what words mean, and our instinct is to quarrel with each other before we can even think about sitting down with each other.
0: Absolutely. There was a time when patriot was a good word. <laughs> <laughs> right, now now yeah. it's now it's almost the same as radical. I, I don't know. It, yeah. It's it, there's just like, like you say, different meanings get assigned to different words depending on who's using them.
2: That's right. That's right. Well, yeah, I should say that uh, I, uh, my uh, my hope still remains, and it really is very much in the uh, uh, pursuit of uh, uh, of Catholic values and a, uh, a Catholic understanding of uh, reason. Intersecting with faith and uh, scientific knowledge, intersecting with uh, religious knowledge, and uh, we still have to find those intersections. Intersectionality is uh, is our word that uh, at what's uh, misused and uh, confusing to people. So uh, maybe I should use a different word for that.
1: <laughs> well, I, I want to get back to, to Pope Francis and his just. Um urging us that, that those who are in the media have a very important role in formation and it's very important for journalists to be responsible and I, I'm just curious if, if it seems like accountability is just completely out the window and, and verification of facts uh, you want to talk about that a little bit um, in terms of journalists accountability I mean who needs to be <laughs> holding them to account
2: Right, right. Yeah. Is there such I a
1: think, is there such a body? If you you know, if the you know, broadcaster or the supervisors in the newsroom are kind of letting it fly, or, or maybe even they're driving it. Maybe they're driving the narrative. You know.
2: That's right. Oh yes, I think the journalists are uh, kind of uh, lack, lacking in the the their own uh, self momentum for uh, their own principles, their own notion that uh, there's a, a common good to be served, there's a common reality to be sought out and recognized uh, uh, the accountability that they're being forced into perhaps uh, or sometimes simply choosing is that uh, their bosses uh, are requiring of them uh, uh, shorter stories, more frequent stories, and therefore. Uh, less well researched stories. That's a that's a function of you know the, the social media and the need for clickbait. They call it right. Mm-hmm. Uh, every uh, every uh, accountability is being removed uh, from the individual and and really being taken up by the uh, the new business models in journalism, for instance. You know, uh, and I, I I I like to think of it uh, as you know, the model is now to be a kind of advocacy organization. We know who our readers are. They're on one side of of the issue or the other. And the only way that we can sell subscriptions or the only way that we can uh, keep our readers is by agreeing with them and feeding them more of what they already want to uh, read or see. And uh, so, uh, yeah, the the accountability uh, has to be Uh, Very much uh, on the uh, individual and his or her uh, relationship with with truth and with the world and with society at large. That's very contrary to the idea of narcissism, where people are centered only on themselves and, uh, uh, in a sense, accountable accountable only to their own ego building and their own. Uh, virtue signaling, you practicing? Are you practicing,
1: uh, are you practicing um, psychology on the side? Because I think maybe you just diagnosed the problem in journalism. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> As I, say, I
2: I have been studying this. I don't want to sound either too sociological, psychological, or anything, but uh, there, there is a lot of that in there. Mm-hmm. Our culture has gone to levels that really need to be understood in, in multiple dimensions.
1: No doubt. And I'm wondering, as you mentioned, with digital media, it really has, it's almost like now speed journalism. Um, and, yes. the, and the pressures on people to produce, be first to get the scoop, it, the, the demands are greater uh, to, to, to output that. So um, I think some of it is uh, a problem of, you know, you have to get it out fast. You want to be right. first. Who has time to fact check?
2: Right. Right. um, Yeah, fact checking uh, has gone by the boards. Uh, In my days in newsrooms, uh, there was a very active uh, news desk uh, staffed by news editors and managing editors and copy editors, all all kinds of folks who were very, uh, you know, working very hard to double check uh, does this make sense? Is it balanced? Uh, Is it accurate? And, uh, yeah, the, the, the speed of things now, the, the uh, obsession with breaking news, uh, all, all of those things. And, of course, editors, too, are under pressure from higher-ups and also from pressure that, uh, you know, they, they and their peers uh, are, also have these lingering doubts about, well, what is truth? And uh, talk about the biblical uh, roots of, uh, the, of the problem and the solution. Uh, what is truth? is a memorable phrase uh, that should instruct us, uh, just as come and see uh, should instruct us on a much more positive uh, note. You know, we have a lot to learn from the Bible and from Catholic wisdom.
1: So go to Catholic sources, is, is that the message? <laughs> 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 listen to Catholic radio? I, <laughs> I think that... The-
2: Absolutely! I'm a, oh yes, that's, that's part of the answer, uh, because uh, if you listen to uh, uh, conversations on, on Catholic radio, you're at least comfortable that, uh, you know, these, these aren't uh, just uh, uh, ego talking to ego or, uh, uh, you know, uh, CNN uh, talking about or to a competitor Fox or whatever. Uh, there's a greater truth, a greater value, a sense of uh, uh, community, and, uh, uh, you know, service to the Lord's will uh, that, uh, that dominates the conversation. And you can't be too sure about that in, in secular media, for the most
0: part, I'm afraid. Now, Bill, we mentioned your book earlier. I don't think we mentioned where it might be available. Uh, where, what is uh, it? When, when Headlines Hurt? Is that the name of it?
2: Yes, When Headlines Hurt, Do We Have a Prayer. And uh, it's based on the 2018 uh, World Communications Day message. And it's still available both in Kindle form and uh, 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 paperback form just through Amazon. And uh, I think Barnes & Noble as well. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I'd, I, I'd love that to be the start of folks' exposure to those World Communications Day messages and then maybe following through with comments I've written about the more recent uh, messages.
1: And actually, if you could give your website as well, your blog you. blog yeah. post uh, website. Yeah,
2: that's, that's the onward.net, O-N-W-O-R-D, uh, dot net and that includes uh, some some material about uh, me, but mostly uh, uh, things that I've written while looking at different kinds of uh, journalism uh, on on television, etc. Certainly, uh, trying to uh, seize uh, uh, and capture some of the comments that Pope Francis always seems to be making. Uh, uh, I think he's the only world leader, uh, the only figure. In, uh, in, in world uh, uh, leadership who is actually talking about communication uh, as something that's at the core of where we are as a society and how to, to heal it. Uh, if anything needs a, a great reset, it's probably our communication uh, and our instincts for communication.
1: This has been a really interesting topic. Our guest today has been Bill Schmidt. Thank you so much for being our guest today. You can catch his blog on Onward, O-N-W-O-R-D.net. Thanks again,
0: Bill. Thank you so much. You have been listening to Faith in Action, the program that looks at how people put their faith into action in their everyday lives. Faith in Action is a presentation of Catholic Radio Indy. You can hear this episode of Faith in Action again, or any past episode, at catholicradioindy.org. If you have a suggestion for a guest or topic for a future program, please call us at 317-870-8400 or email Jim at catholicradioindy.org.